0: Yeah, what's going on, man? It's me, Dom Sharp. I'm the host of the This is Why You Should podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, and the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Don't Google that, because it's a fact, though. And I want to say a few words about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard, Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you real fast. Number one, it's free. And Anchor allows you to add and record your podcast right for your phone and laptop. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenership, so if you got 10 listeners, 20 listeners, 30 listeners, 40 listeners, 50 listeners, Don't no matter how many fucking listeners you got, you can make money off your podcast, no problem, it's everything you ever going to need to make a podcast, all in one place, so here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to your Google Play Store or your App Store and download the Anchor app today. Now, if you ain't got a phone or you ain't got a fucking tablet, you got a laptop, because how else would you be listening to this right now? I need you to go on your laptop and go to anchor.fm and create your podcast today. It's the easy way to make a podcast. I'm telling you, I did it, so so can you. Let's get it done. Hey, before we get to the bullshit, Quick reminder: Follow us on Instagram and listen to this. Why you shit? Follow us on Twitter and listen and shit. And if you have the time, go over to our Apple Podcast page and give us a rating and review. Whether you love the podcast or you hate the podcast, tell us why you hate or love it. Thanks for listening. Let's get to the bullshit. Both. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Well. Uh, uh, yeah. uh. uh, 20 tall living big booty, bitch dick all in her throat, bro. White bitch gon' fuck game, probably cause y'all off the code, code. I ain't fucking these niggas, all these bitch niggas, all these niggas hoes, hoes. You is not gain, niggas stop trying to call me your bro, call me your bro, whoa. Call me, me your bro, bro. call, me, call me, yo. bro. me your bro. Niggas hanging on the. With gold. Whoa. And a nigga's so first, so clean, like a use gold. Like I use I'm a nigger with the new Ooh. sound, all these people here trying to cope.
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. They all trying to cope. Yeah. yeah. This new boat nigga gonna get a flow. Yeah. Whoa. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Lobo. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to His White Shit Podcast, the am Potty Mouse, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Do not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, nigga, me or Google? The motherfuckers are mining your data right now as we speak. Be afraid of them. <laughs> Once again, I'm your host, Dom Sharp. Back at it again with some new content to knock over your fucking head. That record I just played, that was not my bro of Little Yachty's Little Bow album. If you're wondering, Dom, why are you playing Little Yachty? That's a great question, astute listener, astute viewer, or listener of this podcast. Now, if you remember, well, if you listen to this podcast, you remember that um, right before I went on my little hiatus, I said that I was going to talk about um, Little Yachty's album. And I never got around to it because the world turned to shit, and I was like, "I can't talk about that shit. It's bigger thing to talk about in the world." But and it's now the time to talk about it, but I decided that I wasn't going to talk about Just the album. Even though his album is a good album, I enjoyed the album. Um, I think it's a bigger story around Little Yachty that I want to just talk about a little bit, present to the public. So let's go back to the summer of 2016, the summer that we all remember we all remember for whatever reason. For whatever reason, everybody has the same memory, and that's the one summer that sticks out to all of us. Now, I have a few guesses as to why this is the summer that we remember so fondly. Number one, that's summer that views drop. Now, love it or hate it, all of us danced to one dance to controller. All of us was whining and grinding to one dance. Love it or hate it. Also, this was the first summer that a lot of people inside our age group became adults. This is the first summer where our friends got cars. We got cars. We graduated from high school. We were outside with no limitations for the first time as adult people. Also, 2016 is home to one of the greatest XXL freshman covers of all time. Arguably the last cover that actually matters. Before 2016 and up to 2016, the XXL freshman cover was something that people talked about in hip-hop. Every year there was a debate about who should be on the cover, who should, who, is it going to be this artist, that artist, this artist, that artist. It was coveted. Artists actually wanted to be on the cover. So you look at the 2016 cover, you see some of the names that's on there. You realize why it's one of the best covers of all time. Think about it. Little Uzi's on that cover. He sold almost 300 thousand records with Eternal. Would take and then double back the next week with basically another album, which he just called the Deluxe. But it's a whole second album and almost sold 250 thousand. Lil Dicky's FX show just wrapped its first season not too long ago and had people raving about it all season long. Kodak Back, who's a fan favorite, Free Kodak. 21 Savage was on that cover. All these names, just to name a few, that are still relevant in today's hip-hop was on that XXL freshman cover. But it was one person that I left off that listing. One person who, if you would have asked me four years ago who's going to be a superstar of this XXL freshman cover, I would have told you. His name is Little Yachty. Little Yachty, who had his biggest song before the cover, which was One Night, showed a lot of crossover ability. One Night spent 22 weeks on Billboard and peaked at number 18. But even before he got to Billboard, he proved himself to be an internet darling with one of the first meme songs. Like, meme songs are big now with Lil Nas X and, like, other artists who make songs that are memes. But One Night was a meme song. It was a song that we heard on memes, like, yo, what is this song? Little Yachty had black Twitter in the pop world in the palm of his hands. And after the release of his first project, Little Boat, we were expecting nothing less from him. The album became the soundtrack to summer 2016 along with Views and Love is Raised by Little Uzi and a whole bunch of Looses that Little Uzi Drop. That became the soundtrack to 2016. All the things we looking out for Lil Yachty. After Summer Songs 2 dropped later 2016, we were all looking at Yachty for his next big single. But in the meantime, in the, in, in the meantime, in between time, Little Yachty seemed to, solidify, seemed to solidify himself as a legit pop star. He was doing commercials with Target and Sprite. The little Yachty brand had became marketable outside of hip-hop. The red hair and the baby girl beads was what every big company wanted to use to sell their product. Yachty became the face of the youth, even calling himself the king of teens. And he became the poster child for every old head who hated the state of hip-hop at that time. He became the guy that, oh, hey, look at, look at a Yachty nigga. That kid sucks. He became that. And he took that on begrudgingly. And in 2017, he dropped his first studio album, Teenage Emotions. Now, I was outside when that album came out. I was outside. The album was not received well. (laughs) Not, Not by fans, not by us. Critics didn't like it. Nobody liked that album. Now the album sold 4,600 first week, but that doesn't mean anything. That project had 21 songs. This was the beginning of the streaming games where artists were like overload their projects with a bunch of songs because the more songs meant more streams. More streams meant more sales. But fans didn't like this shit from Yachty. This could be seen as the beginning of the downfall of Little Yachty. Now, here I was after this, which so good. He yeah, had albums after that that sold well. that's so well. Like For example, Lil 2 So 6,400 First Week. Not too shabby, but he never had another song that made us look like, yo, here we go. He never had a song like One Night Again. He never had another album to make us pay attention like Lil Bo did. This is sad because his most recent album, Lil Bo 3, is actually really good. I like that album a lot. I think it sounds good. I think the music on that album sounds good. Now, besides for the fact that Yachty voice sucks, which I'm going to get to, the album's so good. Even though we will only show 30,000 first week, I think that music sounds really good. And I think it shows growth and maturity. So why doesn't Little Yachty connect with the people the same way? I think Yachty is first team worst voices in hip-hop. I think Gotti sounds like he's gargling a handful of marbles at all times. I think Gotti sounds like he is eating a tub of peanut butter on every record. I think that sound was cute when he was doing like auto-tune lace bollets. But now that he pretty much left that style in the past and he's doing more aggressive rap shit, it doesn't sound as good. It sounds weird. And I love that. I I love the new album. But I have to admit, the thing that I keep saying as I listen to it is, yo, Yachty voice sucks. Now, granted, as a hip hop artist myself, I don't have the best voice. I don't have the greatest vocal delivery. I know I don't. Like when I was a kid, I tried to do things where I made my voice deeper or I, I make it sound deeper. That didn't work. Now that I'm older, I lean into the idea that I have a higher pitch voice and I just go with that. But Yadi voice just doesn't sound good. Yadi sounds like he's sucking on toes on every record. Yadi sounds like. He got a cigarette in his mouth, and he's trying to rap at the same time. I don't know why his voice just sounds so mu— Like, we all heard the meme that he sound like Evan Turner. Maradi sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> i am be honest. I didn't write any of these down at this point. I'm just going in on Yachty's voice because Yachty's voice fucking sucks. Number two, I don't think QC gives a fuck about Yachty. I don't think QC will care about Yachty until Yachty gives them a reason to care. QC cares about who's making the money at the moment. Last year, 2019, you know who their big artist was? It was City Girls. You know why? Because City Girls were popular. City Girls so well. This year, City Girls' album did not do well. Believe that? I believe they sold 30000 the first week. Get the fuck out of here, City Girls. QC's only priority at priority at this moment is little baby. That's who they care about. Little baby, it's it seems like every everything little baby touch is gold. It seems like everything he touches, every record he gets on is gold. Little little baby is the only artist on QC that QC actually cares about. Number 3 is the marketing of Little Yachty. Little Yacht, Yachty Little marketing himself as the king of teens. He even got the album called Teenage Emotions when he was three months away from no longer being a teen. Now that he's set to turn 23 next month, he put himself in a hole where people see him as a youth. He marking himself as a youth, and that's fleeting. People in his age group, people that was born in 1997, have graduated college. People that was born in 1997 are starting their careers People that, are, that were born in 1997 are having families. Nobody cares about being a youth at his age group. If Yachty ever wants to see commercial success again, he has to show us what adult Yachty sounds like, not Kid Yachty. And like I said, I love that little Yachty album. I love Lil Boat 3. I think the music sounds good. I think the album is too long. But I get it. People are tricking streams. Got to make the album longer, more longer album I mean more streams, more streams mean more sales, and I get it, but I don't want to hear twenty something songs from Little Boat. That's that's not what I want to do. I think Yachty should go back to making short, concise albums. Yadi should go back to making fourteen song albums, fifteen song albums, sixteen at the max. But the sixteen and fifteen song should really be bonus tracks, records that came out beforehand. Yachty should not be giving us twenty. 20- 20, 20, 20 song long albums. That's, that's how I feel about Yadi. And Yadi needs Yadi needs to show us that when he came into the game, 2016, he was 18, 19 years old. That's who he was. Yadi is now 23. Okay? Yadi needs to show us what 23 yadi sounds. 23 yadi sounds like. because let me tell you something. Me and Yadi are the same age. Yadi was born in August 1997. I was born in October 1997. The person I was in 2016 is not the same person I am in 2020. So I don't want to hear the same shit that I was listening to. I've grown as a person, so I expect Yachty to grow musically. And I don't think there's nothing wrong. I don't think that's. I don't think that's wrong for me to say that I expect my artist to grow musically especially an artist who was as young as Yadi is to grow as an adult. He came into the game a kid. The nigga spent, what, a year at college? And now you're 23 years old making millions of dollars? Tell us about that story. Talk to us about that. And now somebody listening like, yo, that's not what Yadi do. You can do it in that little flow he does. It's possible to talk about shit in the triplets, so don't give me that bullshit. You can, you can talk about shit inside that flow that everybody likes. And make it sound good. It's possible. Yachty, do it. I'm talking to the. Yachty's not going to hear this. He's not going to see this clip, but I'm talking to little Yachty directly. Give us a dealt Yachty. So here's a topic I've been writing for a little bit. Something I've just been thinking about. Because, um, I am a guy who has been, listen, let me tell you something. Listen to me, young buck. <laughs> I fuck a lot of bitches in my life. I said that last podcast in the same exact way, but I have. This is the facts. I stopped counting around like 20. And you looking at me, like, are you ugly? I wasn't always as ugly. I used to be skinny and good looking, but I got fat because my ex broke up with me and I ate my emotions instead of going to a therapist and dealing with them. That's, that's not the point. <laughs> but as a nigga who has had sex with a lot of women and been in a lot of friends with benefits type situation, I can tell you that friends with benefits does not exist. There's no such thing as friends with benefits. Friends with benefits is an idea created by men like myself who want to fuck women and not be committed to them. Men like me want the ability to fuck multiple women. And if the world has nothing else to offer, we can always come back to good old Shelly. We can always call good old Melissa at the end of the night. But there's always some kind of hiccup, whether it's she wants to take the relationship to the next level, or she finds somebody who actually likes her and wants and does, and she just, or, or sometimes she just don't want to fuck you no more. Don't get me wrong. As someone who has been in multiple friends with benefits type situations, it can happen, but not for long is my point. I put a cap on it for like two months. Two months max. The number one issue is going to be communication. Okay? and like, how is communication an issue? It's not like y'all won't tell each other what y'all want from the situation. Because if you're in a friends with benefits type situation... That's already been clearly outlined about what you want from the other person above. But when I say communication is, so if you talk to her too often, him or her too often, and you got build a great relationship. The other person's going to believe that there's hope for more, and if you don't talk to them enough, they'll start to feel used. And finding a sweet middle ground is really difficult of like, yo, I talk to you enough just to fuck you. But I don't talk to you enough to think that, oh, we're going to be a thing because that is really hard to do. I've been in friends with benefits type situations where we talk often and I start to believe that maybe we can be more. But sometimes she likes the arrangement. She likes getting dick chopped off once a week. We cuddle and then I leave. She wants nothing more than that. But my male ego and my sense of entitlement makes me believe that, oh, she don't want me? She don't want to be with me? Then fuck her. And now I'm ruining a good thing that worked for both parties just because I caught feelings. I've also been in reverse where we almost never talk and we just kind of drift apart from each other. Not because neither of us, like, Like, didn't want to talk to each other because we just didn't hit each other up enough. So we just kind of stopped talking to each other. And you can't upgrade or demote anyone from the current position in your life. What do I mean by that? Let me explain to you. Let's say you have a friend, and there's been some sexual tension between y'all in the past. The moment you decide to act on that urge, that relationship changes forever. Okay? Okay? You guys are no longer just friends because sex has been added to the equation, and y'all probably can y'all probably can't be together. You know why I can't be together because y'all been too close. y'all know each other dirt. She knows what you've done to women. you know what she's done to men. y'all could never be together. Y'all can be fuck bunnies, but eventually it's going to blow up. Being fuck buddies is just like a star. It's Sean Bryce for a while, but eventually that star will blow up. So do I think that um, you can be friends with benefits? Yeah, for a little bit, not for long. By the way, if you're watching this video, I am sweating profusely because I got this Henny and I drink a little bit of it. Also, my fan isn't turned up loud. Because I think if I turn it up loud, y'all will hear it in the recording. And that doesn't sound professional at all. So, now that I told y'all that, I'm going to just keep sweating. And I'm going to take another shot of this Henny. Shit, ice cold. I like that. Mm. Put some hazelnut in your chest. So, like I said last week. And I'm going to say it every week. This podcast is a podcast based off topics I see on Twitter. Now, the last two topics wasn't topics I saw on Twitter, but a lot of the topics I get for this podcast come straight from my Twitter timeline. Why, you may ask? Because I am a Twitter nigga through and through. So, in this week's What Happened on My Twitter Timeline, number one, what the fuck is an entanglement? <laughs> Oh my God. Like, tell me what's an entanglement. Like, honestly, what is an entanglement? Like, I don't know. I don't know what an entanglement is. And, like, I talked about it last week, the whole Will Smith and Jada thing. And I think, I didn't think I was going to cover it again this week because I think, and I still think that, um, Everything I said as far as, like, what happened between Jada and August is pretty true. I think that she used a younger man for whatever she needed him for. And then when she was done, she threw him to the side. She didn't even call a relationship. She called it an entanglement. That goes to show exactly how she felt about that nigga. She didn't want that nigga. She didn't care about that nigga. That nigga was some dick to her. And once she was done getting that dick, once she was done feeling so good, she threw him to the fucking side. And honestly, shit be happening. But let me tell you why it's nasty. Let me tell you exactly why it's nasty. Let me Google how old Jada Pickett Smith is. Jada Pickett, yeah, here we go. I typed in Jada Pickett, and her she's forty eight years old. Okay, she's she's damn near fifty. August Alcina, she's twenty seven. Twenty one year age difference between the two. That is disgusting. If a man was in those footsteps, we would be crucifying him. And I made not to make it a man versus woman thing, but it's the facts. It is the facts of the situation. I'm sorry, just yelling you guys here. I'm sorry, but it's the facts. So I'm not going to say anything. But an entanglement may be the funniest thing to call a relationship in the history of relationships. Nah bro, I'm not with that bitch. I'm just in an entanglement. Like, like how does that like how does that fly? Like, I want to know if like <laughs> if like my if my girl ever catch me cheating, which I'm not, baby, I'm not cheating. But if I was to be a cheater and she was to catch me cheating, cause like she go through my phone and like I'd be like, yo, this entanglement is I really like it. Well like she not be mad because cause it's an entanglement, and I ain't tell her, yo, bitch. Come fuck me tonight. Well, like, will that interaction be different? I don't know. It may be. But I think it's funny that Will Smith said, I think that Will Smith was like, Jada, tell him now, tell me what it is. Now that I brought you to the red table, tell me what it is. And she was just like, I was in an entanglement. Will was like, nah, what was it? She was like, an entanglement, nigga. Fuck you, thought I was gonna say. You thought I was gonna change my energy? Nah. That nigga, I was in an entanglement. Also, Jada Pickett-Smith may be the most toxic woman in the history of women. Like, honestly, she's a toxic woman. She said, it's part of my, uh, um, i just did the black thing when you snap a few times when you forget something. Uh, my childhood trauma where she has codependency and she needs to feel like she's helping somebody to feel good about herself. That is toxic. Don't, like, don't feel, like, don't get your rocks off by helping me. Help me because you want to help me. Don't help me because you feel like it's gonna make you feel better about yourself. That's some that's some bullshit to do. Like that's like some that's honestly some shit like Like, if future did that, we will be like crucifying future. So I don't I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's uh I think it's a nasty thing. And I think we need to get Jada Pickersmith the fuck out of here. I think it's I think it's really none of our business, but once Jada made it, once August made it our business, it became our business. So now that it's our business, like, I'm going to be real. We need a better answer than that. She talked for, what, 17 minutes it was? 17 minutes is not long enough to explain anything. Every week on this podcast, I shoot to do at least 30 minutes worth of podcast. you telling me you couldn't explain that situation In 17 minutes, get the fuck out of here, Jada. You're, you're disgusting. In other Twitter news, (laughs) why am I confused about what's a cake or not? Why don't I know what is a cake or not? Like, I I started seeing this shit maybe two days ago where, like, people were just cutting bell peppers and bell peppers were cakes. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is, first of all, The person that is, from what I can tell, the people that do those videos are the same company. So that company is probably really excited because they're getting, like, a lot of traffic to, like, their YouTube channel or their Instagram or whatever. But it's not good promotion. Like, people really hate that shit. Now, there may be somebody out there, maybe of the millions of people that saw it, maybe it's moved 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 people who actually like that, and they go to the page to be like, nah, I want that. Make me a cake that look like a butt or whatever. Somebody's doing that for sure, 100%. It still don't matter. That shit disgusting. Why do I know what a cake is? Like, why can't I tell? I I think the funniest tweets I saw, they were like, um... Uh, me grabbing my homie ass to make sure he's not a cake, or the John when niggas like me biting Megan the Stagging ass to make sure she's not a cake. Like those tweets are so fucking funny to me because look how fast Twitter can just make one. A few videos, a trending topic, and it's a joke that we all get. And if you were off Twitter for like a week and a half, you would not get that joke. You, If you could just came back to Twitter after not being on Twitter for a while, you won't get it. Or let's say you're just a new user to Twitter and you've never been on Twitter. You know how lost you will fucking be? Like, we'll be so lost. That's why Twitter is the superior social media app. It's the superior social media app. Twitter is the best because we can have all the other social media apps in one. Like we can watch TikTok videos. We watched Vaughn videos back in the day. We can have Facebook videos and Facebook screenshots, Instagram videos, all on our Twitter timeline. Also, Twitter makes the most original content. Like, the most original content as far as, like, words or sayings and phrases come from Twitter, if you scroll through Instagram enough, you watch enough bitches' stories, you will see that half a bitch's stories is just tweets from Twitter that somebody screenshot and aggregated all into one page. Niggas collected all these screenshots and made a page. For, it's, all it is is stolen, stolen content from Twitter. Somebody thought this joke out, wrote a really good joke on Twitter, and now this dickhead embracing black culture or whatever has screenshotted it and made a whole page around stealing other people's content. So Twitter is the superior social media app. And you can't tell me otherwise. There's, there's, no, there's no ifs, ands, ands, and buts about it. It's Twitter over everything. Drop a bomb on that ass, nigga. I got to take that out of there, but I just Um. So, yeah, that was this week and what I saw on Twitter. But this podcast is coming to an end now. So I think it's time where, like I said, this podcast is very structured now. And uh, this week, I want a story time again. Now, I know last week I said I would each week I was going to tell a whole story, but this past week is a special week in my life that I think I want to tell you the story of. It is the one year anniversary of when one of my my closest homies ran off on me with five hundred dollars, and I'm going to go in depth of this story. we're not friends anymore he burned that bridge i'm gonna be real with y'all this nigga lives across the driveway from me i see him all the time all the time i see this nigga lives across the driveway from me we are not friends anymore so let's go to the story so last year around this time i was living in an apartment well it was it was a duplex the first floor of a duplex with my ex-girlfriend and three and four of the roommates Four other roommates. It was two other couples, okay? Well, at first it was just me, my, at first it was me, my ex-girlfriend, and another couple. So we had an empty room inside our house. The empty room was just there because it was another couple that lived there beforehand. They moved out, so we had an empty room, and we took up their rent. So this nigga who I'm talking about now, he was my homie, and he had got kicked out his mama house, right? He got kicked out his mama house, which happens because he was fucking the, the bitch. I'm, I'm just going to call this bitch. The bitch. He was fucking the bitch in his mama house. Okay, true story. Fucking this bitch and in, in his mama house. Fucking the bitch. Mama kicked him out. Came to me. He said, "Bro, can I stay here for a while?" I was like, "I gotta talk to my roommates about it." But I let him. I let him know. I put my neck out on for for this niggas. Like, nah, he got a job. He real reliable with his money. Like, he going. He gonna be on time with rent. All that cool flash shit. Put my neck out for him. So this happened around. November 2017 this happened. No, 2018 this happened. I was like, nah, I put my neck out of line. Nah, he going to be reliable. He going to pay his rent. It's going to be boom-a-boom. It's going it's to go. I said that. I, put, I did that for him. Roommate said, nah, it's cool. Mo- he moved in. He moved in next week later. Um, he was late the first week of paying rent. He was late because he didn't have enough, like, it was already the middle of the middle of the month when he moved in. And he, like, the end of the month came, he's like, I ain't got all the money. He's like, bro, don't worry about it. Get it to us next week or when you got it. He got it to us when he got it. It was over with. So then he starts sneaking the bitch in the house. Now, the bitch was not a part of the agreement when, when we said, when I said, bro, you can move in. The bitch was not a part of the deal. She I he didn't negotiate that in, but somehow the bitch was there. Right? But we, we saw it happen slowly. Like the bitch would come over late night and she just she just don't leave in the morning. Okay. Like real late night shit. Like three in the morning. We hear this nigga going to the door and letting her in. Like, I right, that's weird. And at first she would leave in the in the morning, but for a while, she after a while she just wouldn't leave anymore. She would just be here all night, not and staying here. It became weird when one day I woke up. I was off work. I woke up. I go in the morning. I go. I go make myself bowl of cereal. And like I'm just I'm in like a I'm in shorts, no t-shirt. I walk in my I walk in my I walk, I walk in my kitchen. This bitch just in my kitchen. The bitch is in my kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why is this bitch here? Whole time my man not here. Like my, the nigga that was my homie, he not here. He at work. So he left this bitch here. So we call a house me Like bro, she live here now. He like, yeah, she live here. I was like, all right, well, y'all gotta split y'all rent. I don't care how y'all do it. Bitch lost her job or whatever. She couldn't pay the rent, so he's paying all the rent by himself. So now it's January. And like, like, money's slow on A side because this bitch a drug addict. She's smoking weed all the time. She's drinking all the time. But she's doing this off his dime. So, like, he ain't never got the money to pay the rent. We looking like, bro, you want some goofy, fucked up shit. Give us the money for the rent. Like, three months in a row, he either don't got the rent or he lit on the rent. But I'm, like, sticking my neck out for him because I've known this nigga since, like, the eighth grade. Like, we've been homies forever. So, I'm like, nah, bro, we for lifers. He, he, I'm tapped in. Like, you mean he going to get right? Like, he just fucked up right now. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm trying to give him the, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's where I fucked up first. Once you see somebody showing you their true colors, don't don't keep doing that. Like, that nigga showed me who he really was. And for some reason, I thought that shit was gonna change. It did. By the way, I don't know what just happened in my in my in my headphones. I hope y'all I was looking at the sound on the as the pro said so was the But that's not the point. Three months in this nigga not he's not paying the rent. It become a certain time around, like April or some shit, where he's unemployed and she's unemployed. So both these niggas don't got a job. So we're not collecting no rent from these niggas. No rent is being collected from these niggas at all. Like, from that one room, there's no rent. So me, my ex, and my other two roommates, we picking up they side of the rent, which is... We was already doing that beforehand, but beforehand we had an extra room that was available to us if anybody wanted to go back there and chill, this, that, and the third. So it's an extra room. But now we got two extra people that living in the house, not paying rent, smoking weed, Drinking, sitting on my couch, watching my cable that I pay for. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So at this point, I start resenting the nigga a little bit. But he my homie, so I'm giving him the benefit of doubt. So we tell this nigga, we was like, bro, you cannot keep not paying rent. You gotta let us know when you got the, when you don't got the money. Like, cause like there was there was there was telling this shit like we won't know when we don't got the rent. It just happens. Like the, like we just won't know. Like, bro, no, you have a whole month to get the rent you'll know when you don't got the rent money or not. If rent is due on the 3rd, let's say rent is due July 3rd or whatever, by fucking June 28th, you're going to know whether or not you got rent money. That's just how it works. By June 28th, you're going to know. Matter of fact, by by June 20th, you should know. Cause you know your pay cycle, you know how much you get paid, you gonna know whether or not you got money for rent. It's like I don't we don't be knowing. I'm like, well, what y'all be spending your money on for you not to know whether or not you're gonna have your rent money or not? Like what you like like what frivolous things are you wasting money on for you to not know whether or not you're gonna have money for your living situation, nigga? Like, like how you carrying it? So we we give them that talk, like, bro, if you got it, you got it, you gotta have a rent money. If you don't got a rent money, you're gonna let us go. We had a conversation in May. They don't, they don't pay May rent. We got to cut ready ass. So now we like at the end of June we was like, bro, if y'all don't got your money, this because we, it's me really sticking sticking my neck out for this nigga. Like my roommates, my ex. Let me tell you, my ex wanted to kick this nigga out and fucking march. She was like, I'm done with this nigga. I'm through with him. She was not cool with this nigga no more. Like there was homies and homies and shit like that because he was my homie. But she was like, he playing with my money now. I'm fuckable. And I wasn't even mad at her because like nigga was playing with money like. Niggas get hostile over money, especially we 22 years old, 21 years old. Niggas ain't rich, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas ain't got money like that to be just throwing it out like they're like that. So she was bench, I kick him out, but I'm sticking my neck out for him. Like, nah, he my dog, he gonna get it together. So then June come around, no, May come around, they don't pay rent. So we was like, month of June, we was like, yo, if y'all don't got y'all money, this, this, for the month of June, we kicking y'all out. We told them niggas flat out. They was like, all right, bet, cool. At this point, they should have just told us, nah, we'll move out now. Fuck it. Excuse me. Because me as an adult man, what you're not going to do is give me an ultimatum. That's not what you're going to do. I'll just leave the fuck now. But them niggas did. They stayed for the whole month of June. The whole month of June. And when time came to pay June's rent in July... But here's where it's fucked up at. So at this point in time, I'm down west at my folks crib, at my my deuce crib. I'm down there for a few days watching my nephews or whatever. My ex called me. She was like, yo, babe, you talked to, I'm going to say his name. You talked to Dev? I was like, nah, I ain't talked to that nigga. She was like, well, they not here. I was like, what you mean they not here? She was like, him and that bitch left. What you mean they left? They left. Flat out left. When I tell you I get home that day. I go to the back room. The back room is cleared the fuck out. It's cleared out, dog. Like, they packed all their shit up and moved out in the middle of the night when nobody was peeping. Like, niggas ghosted us. So she telling me this before I get to the crib and see it, I'm calling this nigga Like Alright bro What happened God son ha- I'm calling this nigga He not answering his- I'm not gonna no, I'm getting mad I'm getting mad All over again I'm calling this nigga Like yo bro where- Like what's up Like what's up I'm texting him I'm calling him I call his brother I'm calling his I'm calling mad people Who numbers I got Cause I know his family I t- Bro his deuce used to Cook me dinner I used to go to his deuce crib Stay there all night She used to cook me Plates of dinner Like I know this nigga Family so I'm like This nigga not gonna Do this to me Like you mean My dad took me on a trip To Ocean City When it- when. When I went, when I went, when I went, who, who. my dad took me on a trip to Ocean City when I was like 13, 14 years old, he came with us. When I tell you me and this nigga slept head to toe, we slept head to toe on a on a pullout bed in in, in, in fucking Ocean City. My dad booked a one room hotel. My dad was in a room, room. We, was in a, we, was in a, we was in a living room, on, on, a, on a pullout bed, we slept, had the tone in that joint. I'm like, bro, this is my man, like, this is my homie, like, he not going to do this to me. Not to me of all people. Like, not to this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Not to the nigga that when he needed a place to say, I said, nah, bro, you got my crib. Like, not to me. He did it to me not answer my phone. So then my roommates they call me it's like, "Bro, we about to pull up on this nigga." I said, "I bet. I know exactly where his folks live. Let's pull up to his folks crib." We pull up to his folks crib. I, I he not answering. I'm I'm ringing the door, mad nicely. Not, not not knocking, not banging. I'm ringing the door mad nicely. Mad nicely. I'm ringing his doorbell. Nobody's answering. Whole time the whole fucking family home. The whole fucking family is in the crib. They hear me ringing the doorbell and they not answering. They only answer once I start get, when I get disrespectful and I start banging on the door. So I'm like, he come outside, try to rush me. I was like, so hold on, y'all was in the crib the whole time? He come outside, try to rush me. His mind trying to stop him. My like, bro, so you telling me y'all was in the crib the whole time? Y'all was in the crib the whole time? That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. So now I'm so now I'm vexed. I'm like, you no know one thing. All I want is the money. She talk, his mom talking about some, well, he don't owe y'all money. I was like, no, he do. I don't know what he told his mom, but his mom made him believe that he didn't have to pay no money because this, that, and the third, they paid, they, they paid for um, uh, June's rent at the beginning of June, but that's not how rent worked. That's not how rent worked. Like, like you, you, you lived in the month. And at the end of that month, maybe it was the next, the first week of the next month, you pay rent for the last month. That's how our rent worked. It's, it's, different, it's different in different places, but that's how our rent worked. So he convinced his mom that they already paid June's rent, which I was trying to tell him, I was trying to tell her mom, like, if he already paid the rent, why would he leave in the middle of the night and not tell nobody? Like, if you if you, if you really not in the wrong in a situation, why sneak out in the middle of the night? Why block everybody's so you so nobody can call you no more? Like, why are you being so sneaky about it? So, you I mean, long story short, I never got the money. But let me tell you what I did got. I got, uh, so the bitch left uh, her diary in the house. And me and my homie Cam and all my roommates, and we passed that diary around. And I'm going to tell you something about this bitch. I'm not going to say her name because I said his name, so if you know him, you know, you know the bitch I'm talking about. The bitch got herpes. I know the bitch got herpes because I read it in her diary. She said she contracted it in 2017. The bitch got herpes. And that nigga was fucking that bitch raw. I know he was. You want her to kick her? They not even together no more. That bitch is with a totally different nigga now. So you telling me this nigga. Dipped out on me one of his closest homies for a bitch that got herpes and he not even wish that bitch no more. Moral of the story is, listen, don't go cuckoo over no pussy, young nigga. Don't do it. Let me tell you something, cause I'm still here. I'm alive. I'm thriving. I got a podcast. You know what I'm saying I don't know what he doing, but I know for a fact that bitch got herpes and she living on somebody's mama couch again. She back. She basically homeless again, just with, with just with another nigga. And that nigga is sad and lonely, so don't go outside. That was this week's story. That was week, this week's story. wasn't as funny as the whole stories, but it was the anniversary of that shit happening to me, and I thought it'd be interesting to tell you. More stories for if you, if you, if you was that nigga like him, don't go outside. Don't go outside. Like be true to niggas who have been true to you. That's all I'm gonna say. And if you was in my, if you ever in my situation, if you see somebody showing you their true colors. Fuck all that, i known you for a long time shit. That who that nigga really is, and that's who he always going to be. And believe him when they show you that. So, that's all I got to say. Um, This week's song of the week is an unreleased song that I got from my homie JP. JP and Sean, we trust. They had sent me a record. JP, Janelle Pierre is a, is a Philadelphia artist. Sean E. Truss is a Philadelphia artist, and they are working on a collab project. It's a collab project they're working on. There were about 11 songs, Deep JP told me, and um, they started the project over once they made this record right here because they figured out what the what the album was going to be about. Now, this song... The song I wanted, I've had this song in my phone for about four, maybe three, four weeks now. And every week I've wanted to come on this podcast and to play it because I fucking love this song. But actually, this last week I was like, Yo, JP, can I play? He's like, Yeah, bro, go ahead, play it. I was like, All right, bet. Only caveat is I got to talk about the progression of the project, which I don't give a fuck about. Like, if he's going to tell me how deep they are into the project, project, I can come on here and tell y'all so y'all can be on the lookout for it. Fuck it, I'll do it. So, this song is called For the Kids, and it's actually one of my favorite songs of in, like, hip-hop history. I'm not going to lie to you. And that's a lot to say because Drake is my favorite artist, but this song right here is some gas. So let's play For the Kids by Janelle Pierre and Sean We Trust. I'm going to ask you this one more time. <laughs> you don't fuck with them? Just one more time.
1: will you kill a test of that leading You was born on down. We sippin' Henny right now off my lens, I had the ice In this game, I got the code. For that bag, you sold your so With that bag, we making flips I want that cash, I want to rich Once you stuck, you start to rock I want bro to lead a block I want mama off the meds There's some nights, can't go to bed Niggas flexing for a seat On this side, we live our dreams On this side, we making plays My work can't die when I'm in grave We gon' get it off the street. Hit it once, I left the bit. Know what's up, just like a tip. They can't see me through these days. I can't no, we don't think the same, only you up a chain I paint, It's a trillion dollar brand I was broke like what's the cost, Turn my brothers to a boss You got nothing so stole the sauce, I was down but never lost Not a fan of all the tr- You on that Henny right now nigga? Sit on his you was up but now you sit. show him trust, you don't Make sure no, no. now, he for the kids Show him how to live, give him an assist Came a long way cutting on my wrist. Now, now I'm come back calling
0: nigga, I don't miss Finally got a shot, coach and tell me shoot Brody from the block, he shoot shooting too. Told me that I'm hot, what we finna do? Take it to the top, and I was like, cool Bloody, he bloody, so I guess he's bored But don't
1: get it fucked up, that nigga in school And I'm going too Hopefully I can inspire my people to step in my shoes
0: And see what I see I just want all of you niggas to be the best version of you Don't try to be me, whatever you do Just
1: be the B to the T. Right now I'm focused on building my credit Still got a bag, bitch, I'm playing with debit don't body, you know I'm a debtor Gonna get shit back if you don't know it that Shit I'ma it. I swear I'ma get it Only up, bitch, you know where I'm headed you know this little light in my I
0: swear I'm gonna let it shine, I'm falling like I'm Bobby make good things happen really, I've been feeling like these good things snapping, this is more the rap Tell me what's your dream if you ain't putting in the accident, y'all get to live all the things that is happening, you saying words, I'm
1: making moves, I'm saying verbs, that means I do, while you, you just heard, you smoke loud, but ain't got no herb. ain't got no green You wanna run or ride or die, will you kill it? testify, off that gas, it got me hot I'm gonna ask
0: you again Yo, I fucking love that song. Listen, JP, I know you listening right now. Please drop that, like, please put that on Apple Music, put that on Spotify. I need that. Like, I got it already, but the people need that. We want that. Come on, man. But that was for the kids by Janelle Pierre. Oh. That's a drunk bird by Janelle Pierre and Sean Trust off their upcoming uh, collab project. Like I said, there were eleven songs deep before they they recorded that record. It was like, nah, we know which direction we're gonna go into, and now they're going, you know, work on some new songs. So that song is the song that's give them the that that gave them the the direction they needed to really define what the project was going to be to define the sound of the project. Um, yeah, man. This episode was a good episode uh I didn't think I was gonna be able to do fifty minutes I did forty six minutes plus ads and stuff I'm gonna get like fifty minutes so I didn't think I was gonna be able to do that this week i did, I honestly didn't think I had enough content, but I did and I appreciate everybody for listening man. listen, two weeks in a row we're back at it, man. We're back at it with the content and i prepared I'm prepared to do it again um yesterday today's what Sunday what the twelfth that's that that's that's when I record um so Saturday. I recorded um, a versus battle between my homie Barry and my homie Cam. Um, I'm going to drop that on the podcast feed. So once I edit it down to, like, be listenable and shit like that, I'm going to drop that on the podcast feed. It was supposed to be live. It was supposed to be a Who's House production, um, but, it you know, shit happens. So I'm going to drop that on the podcast feed. Um, I'm going to label it as such uh, – Kim versus Barry versus battle. If you don't want to listen to it, you don't want to listen to it. If you want to listen to it, you want to listen to it. it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to put it out because I, it's, I think it's pretty funny. I do a parody of Funkmaster Flex through the whole thing. I'm dropping bombs and dropping gunshots before records. I'm talking before the records. I'm drunk off Henny. It's really a good, a, I'm drunk. It's really a good, Um, I don't know if it's a good listen. I haven't listened to it all the way back yet, but it's actually really fun to listen to. So if you, if you, if you're a fan of like 90s hip hop, or, like, you know, how old radio shows used to go when, like, niggas go up there and freestyle. If you like that kind of shit, uh, it's a good parody of that. If you're a fan of the Versus Battles that Swiss Beast has set up, um, yeah, you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it. So, um, next week I'll be back again. Oh, before I also, I want to start doing two podcasts a week. That's what I want to do. I want to do two podcasts a week. Um, I've been just talking to Keisha about this. I don't know if I have enough content to talk about because it takes me about a week to write the script for the podcast I did today. For each podcast I have a script for, it takes me about a week to gather all the topics and form opinions on them to actually put it out. So I don't know if I have enough, you know, time to do two podcasts a week, especially with me going back to work soon. But maybe I can get... Um, Chef from the drunk pods We can do um, uh, a midweek episode We can do that I don't know But I want to start doing two episodes a week That's something I really want to do um, Just putting out more content to the world Just seems like a good idea to me at this point So that's what I really want to do I just really want to put more content out um, So if you start to see me drop two podcasts a week again Just listen to it Why you shit <sighs> Look at me really body and shit nigga <laughs> Okay this has been another episode of the Listen to This Watchers podcast, The Home of Potty Mouse, the fastest growing podcast, and the history of podcasts. I'm not Google, that, that is a fact though. Who are you going to believe, nigga, me or Google? The motherfuckers are mining your data right now. Be afraid of them. I have been your host, Dom Sharp. And there's two things in this world that every human has opinions and assholes. I just so happen to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening well thank you for listening to that whole podcast you are appreciated you are a gem and I love you and if you made it through that whole podcast do me one more favor well actually three more favors go over to my Instagram page at listen to this while you shit give us a follow go over to our Twitter page listen and shit give us a follow and if you have the time left over if you only if you had the time Go over to our Apple Podcast page and leave us a rating review. Tell us why you like the podcast or why you hate the podcast. Either way, I want to know. Give us a one star or five star. You let us know and tell me why so I can improve based off your review and I can get better. Only way I'm ever going to get better if you tell me why I suck. So thanks for listening.